Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on December 3rd, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you'd like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find more information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Audrey Lukasek with the Gospel reading. We hear the Gospel according to St. Mark, the 13th chapter. Jesus said, In those days, after that suffering, the sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light, and the stars will be falling from heaven, and the powers in heaven will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in clouds with great power and glory. Then the Son of Man will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds and from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree, learn its lesson As soon as its branch become tender and puts forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you will know that he is near at the very gates. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away but my words will not pass away. But about that day or hour, no one knows, neither the angels in heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. Beware, keep alert, for you do not know when the time will come. It is like someone going on a journey who, leaving home and putting the slaves in charge of their work, commands the doorkeeper to be on watch. Therefore, keep awake, for you do not know when the Lord of the house will come, in the evening, or at midnight, or at the cockcrow, or at dawn, or else, come suddenly, the Lord will find you asleep. And what I say to you, I say to all, keep awake. The Gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. Please be seated. Spirit of the living God, come now and grow our faith. Deepen our hope. Come and strengthen our love. Water in each of us a desire to be your faithful family forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So have you been asked the question, are you ready? Are you ready for Christmas? Anybody ready? Good. Because I wouldn't know where to go if you did. <laughs> You're ready for it. You are waiting, aren't you, for Christmas to come? Well, if there is ever a time when we need Advent, it is now. 
we are not ready for Christmas. This is a season of preparation and pondering and pausing and giving time to refocus what this real meaning of this season is all about. When we had this first candle lit today, it focuses on hope. Hope, again, is one of those words we use in everyday language. At Thanksgiving time, you were hoping that all the food came out at the same time. We hope that there will be good weather if we're traveling during the holidays. We hope for a new job if we've been displaced. We hope that our kids grow up and have meaningful and wonderful lives. We hope that they share the faith and their belief in God. There are many things we hope for, but we are not always so certain that our hopes are always actualized. But today, in all of our readings, we are reminded that God comes to us and brings us hope. Even in our Old Testament lesson today, we were reminded of the people who felt that God was so far away. We are in the season of Advent, and it comes for us who live in this part of the country of where winter, our days are shorter. There is a lot more darkness. We also are reminded we don't have snow, although some like to hope for snow for a white Christmas. But we are reminded in this season that we walk in a journey where there is a lot of darkness, not only in our weather outside, but we also acknowledge that this season can be really hard for a number of people. Over the last several weeks, we have been walking with different people. I had one person who shared that this, he was hoping for the holidays to get over quickly because of his painful past, of his childhood memories of this season. And we heard of other stories. And we, as a community of faith, have been a place of where people have come to this place being needed reminder of God's presence to us, even in the midst of darkness and despair. As we heard in the Isaiah, our Old Testament lesson, we heard people who were asking that question, where is God? And yet, at the end, we were reminded that God is our creator, who is that potter who shapes and molds us. And in every lesson, in every moment in our life, we are continued to shape, be shaped by the events that happen and also to see the places of what, where God comes to us. Again, the stories I'm about to share with you, people have given me permission to share them with you because I am so grateful for this place, this community of faith, to be a place where God is coming to people when they are facing their darkest hour. 
Last week, just before Thanksgiving, a woman who has visited us different time came a little bit after 12.30, but fortunately, our receptionist, Linda, who knew this woman, who's come different times, seeking assistance for food or gas, but this time, she came needing to be embraced for, and comforted, for she had a 32-year-old and a 39-year-old daughter, both in the hospital. They had had pneumonia and they had compromised health and they had heart attacks and they tried to revive them, but there was anoxic brain injury. And she was on her way to the hospital to transition them to comfort care. We were able to, the staff who was around here, to embrace her and to listen to her story and to hold her in her pain and then to reflect on what happens in times like this, even in death, of where we proclaim of where death may end the life, but it doesn't end God continuing to bless us. And while death might end life, it doesn't end the relationship. We are reminded of the parent of our God who comes to us at all times in lives. And so we were able to bring a dinner for the family on Thanksgiving Day. And to remind them again, we will hold them and embrace them as they walk this journey of loss and grief. This past Tuesday, we also walked with one of our own family members where they lost tragically of a, a son who was only 23 years old. Not only did they lose a son, but the children lost a brother and the grandparents lost a grandchild. Over the last couple of weeks, if you follow any of these losses, there have been a lot of young people who have died tragically so short. This is a season for these loved ones to walk in a season of not of joy and laughter and happiness, but rather one of grief. I know I welcome Advent because it reminds me that even in the midst of suffering, God shows up. And in this time, we are reminded of the promises that not even death can separate us from God's love. As this family and friends gathered, this place was filled. I was so grateful that we could be a community for this family and their loved ones as they mourn a life cut short. As stories were told about their loved one, they spoke about how these last six months were really almost the best time in his life. The family had prayed that someday their son, their brother or grandson would face his addiction, and he did. And for the last six months, he had been writing about how good and appreciative he was of the people in his life and also giving thanks to God. And the family had a storyboard that talked about, that shared some of his writings about how his life had changed in the last six months. 
I've been listening to a podcast of Cooper, Anderson Cooper, <laughs> okay. I had the name switched around. If you need to hear some words about walking with people in the, or if you're going through grief to hear his podcast that talk about the loss that we have, especially during this time of the seasons, to be reminded again of how we need to come together to support each other. Even in our reading of the Advent uh, candle lighting, we were reminded of how we can be a flicker of hope by just sitting with people in this time. This Wednesday is St. Nicholas Day, and for myself, I am reminded of my own sister's death from four years ago. She had just retired and had new grandbabies, and then suddenly was diagnosed with a rare cancer. Every holiday season, we light a candle, not only for her, but also my parents, to know that their spirit is still present. They have taught us so much in life and how we can stay awake and to be reminded of truly what is important for us each and every day. Since the beginning of October, we have also been riveted by the images of what's happening in Israel and Gaza. For two years, we've been following the, uh, the war in Ukraine and now another war. And these last couple days or this past week, we had hostages who were living in darkness for over 50 days being released. But our hearts are heavy to know there are many people who lost loved ones and still have people held as hostage and have not experienced light. On Friday evening, we received an invitation where there was an interfaith gathering down in front of the government buildings asking one of our members of Congress to encourage the, our government leaders to demand the cease firing of killing innocent lives. As we gathered together and lit candles, we also sang songs. The, one of the songs said, we hope in prayer, we find ourselves united, and we rise in spirit to guide us. I cannot tell you when going through grief and going through suffering, as we were reminded today in our lesson, I may need some help here, Cody, um, of where we are reminded in our suffering of how we have need for one another. We come together as a community of faith. Sometimes the flicker in our lives may be dimmed but that's where other people surround us and hold us in our suffering and reminding us this is what we are as a people of faith. We are reminded that God is faithful and will be through all, all of our life. And even as Jesus was preparing his followers that the Son of Man will come back, we just don't know when that will be but we are encouraged to be ready. Advent is a time of preparation, a time for pause, a time to ponder and to reflect on our own lives. Some call it a mini Lent, 
what the season of Advent in our denomination, in our tradition, in the Protestant tradition, is to keep blue, because blue is a sign of hope. It's a new invitation of where we are reminded God is able to make things all new again. And we don't know when that time will come, but we are promised that God will continue to be with us. For the family that gathered here the other day, they chose and asked to have communion. And we were so touched by the number of people who came because we were reminded that in this meal that is so graciously prepared for us every week, we are reminded where we touch and see and be reminded that Jesus is with us every day, all the time, day and night. The other day before I went to the rally downtown, I went over to see a friend of mine. We had gone to seminary, She's, or we, we lived together in community uh, in Denver during internship. She has moved here, retired as a pastor, but in the last few years she was dealing with cancer, three different kinds of cancer, three times. She is now in remission, and we reflected on how we need this season to just really pause and reflect on our lives and how to make things new again. As we were talking, she amazingly broke out into song because she taught this little Advent song by Lois Brokering to her uh, kindergarten class. And the song is, Advent is a time of waiting, sing a song, say a prayer, light a candle, and breathe the air. Taking time to breathe in God's love, God's hope, and exhaling the things that fill us with fear or anxiety, and breathing in that reminder that God is with us all the time. So over these next four Sundays in our morning worship services, we will be reminded as we prepare to celebrate Christ coming into this world of how Jesus has brought to us hope and peace, joy and love. And let us not forget in our gospel story today where Jesus said, what I say to all of you, stay awake. Live in the present moment. That can be the greatest gift during this Advent season, allowing all the different emotions and giving pause to attend to whatever is happening in our heart. And know in those moments of stillness that God is with us. On Thanksgiving evening, as the dinner was uh, about to be served at one of our members' home or places where the family had gathered for Thanksgiving dinner, Grandma had a major stroke. And she made it to the hospital, and this picture was taken on the day that she moved from ICU to rehab. And if you look closely, even in the midst of the clouds, there is a cross. Yes, if you look closely, it is a telephone line, but maybe that is God's way of saying, listen, I am with you. Be still, and I, nothing can ever separate us from God's love. May this day be a reminder of the hope 
that God gives to us every day. And so I'm going to invite you, once I say amen, I'm going to invite you to just take a few moments and to say that little prayer as we have already lit the candles. But be, bring your prayer to God for whatever hope that you are needing in this present moment. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.